0: That's nice. I like that. What's the Brandy, Is that Brandy? Got it. Top hill. Do you think
1: this is playing on Jeff and Lurie's yacht right now down in the Caribbean? It's Where not is a yacht. Lurie? It's a yacht is he? Where's on the owner yakata. of the football team? He's buying a yacht Yeah, we heard uh, there's reports out
0: there that they haven't met yet, Sirianni and Lurie, because Lurie is somewhere in the Caribbean. I bet you that's going to be a balling-ass yacht, too. I wonder if it has a helicopter on it. You think we cool enough here to let me just be on the yacht and take pictures? Yes. Like I, 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 I know I, I, you're an Eagles Hall of Famer. I don't know though, dog. No, that's that's no. a different kind of, like I don't know if I got that kind of relationship. I, I can ask. I don't, you do. But I'm just saying, I I'll buy my own ticket. I just want to go take pictures on the yacht. Can we get Sirianni to take a trip to the yacht and do the meeting today? Can
1: we speed this thing up? I, I well, mean, I'll tell you
0: what, that's that would I would not feel comfortable getting fired on a yacht. If that's like that like I just look at it, I just spoke that into existence. I don't like he getting fired. I like that. Yeah. I don't think he's getting fired, but I'm just saying i You better hope Rod doesn't invite you on his yacht anytime soon. (laughs) I'm not going. I'll be like, say what you got to say to me right
2: now. I mean, is it not like at least you're on a yacht to get fired? Yeah, but then you got
1: to swim back. (laughs) True true story. They're going
0: to take you back to shore after firing you? To this day, since I got fired from ESPN, to this day, anytime a boss called me, I always get nervous. Like to this ooh, day. like when they say Huey, we like when Rod calls, be like Huey, I need to talk. What you what, what you want to talk to me about?
1: What I do? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Just can you can you do this? Par- yeah.
0: Paranoia is real. So I get paranoid every time they call it. It'll be about nothing. he be like, hey, man, you want to do this, that? I'm like, okay.
1: Let's you know what else it, is bro. real around here, at least for some of us? Belichick fever. I have it. I want Belichick as the next coach. <laughs> Buddy's 72 years old. And man. he's the <laughs> best coach in the history of pro football. Okay? That's what he is. I understand how old he is. I want him here as the next head coach. He's number one on my big board. Peter King on this morning with DeCameron Ritchie. Richie. Here's what he had to say about the idea of a potential replacement for
3: Sirianni. I think that's a question the Eagles must ask themselves. Remember all the teams that uh, that passed on Tom Brady when he was a free agent yep. in 20, 20, early 2020? All these teams passed on him, and then what does he do? And he goes to a 7-9 and nine team, and he wins the Super Bowl. So I don't know. Will the, Eagles, yeah. will the Eagles have regret if they don't bring in Belichick or maybe Carroll? But to me, if I were the Eagles, my list, if I'm thinking about making a change, it would be Belichick and Vrabel.
1: You know how um, some players that are drafted late in a draft will remember every player at their position that was drafted they're, ahead of them? Yeah, and
0: they'll be like, they they go into the league and they're like, oh, he always yeah. better than this guy, you know. I think Have the, a chip on the, shoulder. the
1: Lions receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown, he can like reel off the 10 receivers in that draft yeah. taken ahead of him. That's going to be me with these coaches if they keep Sirianni. You're going to hear me, like, a broken record five years from now, and just say Belichick, Vrabel. Carroll, Harbaugh, that they were all out there led by Belichick, and we held on to Sirianni. Yesterday, Julian Edelman on with Colin Coward. I thought this was really interesting the idea of Belichick. What does he think of the Eagles, specifically
3: Howie? I like Philadelphia uh, for three reasons. One, players. They got some players. The players they need are on defense. Right. You know, that's, that's Bill's forte. Two, location. It, it, it's an East Coast team. He's got family in New England. This guy's got a life in New England. You know, he's got grandkids and stuff there. And then three, the respect that he has for Howie Roseman, uh, for Roseman. You know, Howie's beat him, you know. In few- Super Bowls. In Super Bowls. And, 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 has, and Bill has a respect for people that do their job well. And, and there's a big misnarrative out there that Bill's kind of this guy that you know, doesn't like to collaborate. I'll tell you one thing: Bill loves anyone that'll give him an information, a scheme, an idea. That was interesting because there's a, a, a thought out
1: there that maybe Belichick and Howie, right, that that wouldn't go together. That that mm-hmm. they wouldn't mesh. Mm-hmm. That Howie wants too much power. Belichick does things his way. Edelman, I mean, he knows he knows Bill. He thinks he would. He respects Howie Roseman.
0: Well, if it's if it's gonna make you better, I think is that's a smart way to be. You know, uh, every every good leader has good people around him that they can bounce ideas off of and he listens to. I don't think Coach Coach Belichick is opposed to that. But it's different than being a guy who tries to steer the narrative. Not saying that how he does that, but that's kind of what people feel when they talk about high roads. They feel like, you know, let's just be honest and keep it 100. They feel like Coach Serrano, if, if he's here, is he's here because he's a puppet. And he's easy to manipulate, and all of these other coaches that we're talking about are not going to be coaches that are going to be easy to manipulate. So, so that's what I think that there's probably going to be not so much a clash, but if if I'm if I'm a Hall of Fame coach and how he's trying to tell me how to do my job, it all depends on the message too, because if Howie's in there trying to tell him well I did it this way and yada yada yada, I might be he, that might not be well received. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, when you you have somebody trying to tell you how to to build a radio show when they don't actually know how to build one. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those things. They might have some good input or some good ideas for show topics, but as far as building the show, that's kind of like what you do.
1: So I could see why there would be some friction. I could see why it wouldn't work. I also can make the case that if Belichick came here, it's the greatest GM-coach combination in the history of pro football. I mean, I can.
0: The, the greatest.
1: Well, it's the best coach, and I think Howie's going to end up in the Hall of
0: Fame. seventy two, though. I but he's still he's still Bill Belichick. You no, know, he I, I'm not taking. But he's seventy two.
1: I'm just saying, like I know Howie once worked with Andy. That was in the, the, their careers, but Howie wasn't what Howie is now when he was with Andy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's ever been two people as accomplished together at the same time. How Howie's won two Executive of the Year awards. Belichick's won six Super Bowls. If I'm Jeff Fleury, I'm like I'm that's the dream. That's a collab.
0: Team. Yeah, can I can I just go back to something that happened yesterday when we was playing that, that Kelsey the, uh that the, his speech mm-hmm. when they said they put Howie in the closet. They did, broom closet. Where, where where he came out a different person. <laughs> that was funny. That it was, was awesome. Funny. And it happened. That was funny. He's like, he came out a better man. <laughs> he could well, be locked in
1: the closet. I you know, Kyle, I know why a lot of people think Belichick, <laughs> Howie wouldn't yeah, work that together. Was
0: funny. I keep
1: thinking about what if they can
0: work together. No, you're, the ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: I mean, you're talking about a guy that, that extracts value in trades and finds value in the draft and all this kind of things with the guy that coaches, just coaches,
2: yeah. better than anyone I've ever seen. I'm inclined to believe Edelman, too. Like, uh, I think somebody who's been around Bill Belichick long enough knows what kind of, yeah, you know, what he likes, what he doesn't like. It makes sense to me that Belichick would be interested in any new wrinkle, any new idea, a different voice. I believe in his that. Like, he doesn't seem like he's... Stubborn, I know there's the Patriot way type of thing, but there's a reason that he was able to keep something going for 20
0: years. I mean, with the, the amount that the NFL evolves and, and how quickly and, and often it does. And I will tell you this. The one thing that I do know for a fact about Coach Belichick, you're not going to make as many mistakes defensively as you made this year. You won't play. You will not play. That's the one thing that I remember about, about being on one of his defenses. Is that you have so much information about the tendencies of a team, what potentially they're going to call the percentages? They had it broken down. I remember who was it? Uh, man, 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 Mangini. Yeah, Eric, Mangini. Eric, Man Eric, Eric Man yep. I, I, <laughs> true story. Bill Belichick on the treadmill. Guess who's right beside him, soaking up all that knowledge? Man Genie was connected to Bill Belichick's hip. And when when he was when I was with the Jets, and he and he would run the meetings. He would say, "Well, you know, if a defense in this this formation, say if they were in trips formation, they have a sixty percent chance of running. If it's on the right hash, if they run this play out of this hash. If it's on the left hash, like you had so much information." And, it, and down the distances and all of that. So this will be a well-coached defense. No question about that. So
1: the Belichick thing right now is just a dream for me uh, and for some of us out there because it's still Sirianni as the coach. It does sound like the Belichick-Atlanta thing continues to uh, you know, pick up. He has a second interview now with them. Yes. It's just funny because half the people out there think it's going to happen with Atlanta, but half the people keep connecting Philadelphia. There was a, an article in the Washington Post yesterday. They asked seven executives around the NFL. Who's the best fit for Belichick? They all said the Eagles. So, like, it's weird. I, I wonder what's going on. Does Belichick really want the Falcons and he's just using the Eagles to As get leverage leverage for money, for power? Or does he want this place and he's waiting for
0: it to open up before he says yes to the Falcons? Well, I think the fact that we're still trying to speculate what's going to happen with the coach, uh, that's putting pressure on Atlanta to try to make the move. I, I feel like he's not going to be here. Like, let's just be honest. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be here. Because I, I still think that we're trying to figure out – we're still trying to sift through all this. And timing being time being a, a factor in all of this, I don't think Mr. Lurie wants to be hasty in any of his decisions that he has to make. So
1: then Belichick probably goes to the Falcons. Yes. Because that seems to be the yes. team pursuing him the, the hardest. All right, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll follow it. Any news we get on Belichick, we will pass it along here. And uh,
0: this segment, of course, we got a sponsor for this segment here. Your guys? We have a sponsor by Apollo Auto. Are you in the market for a pre owned quality vehicle and want a dealership that always says yes? Visit Hughes Correct, Apollo Auto Sales, online, apollopreowned.com.
1: There it is. 215 592 9494. All right, we're trying to move on from the coach and upgrade. One team that did not upgrade, that's the Cowboys. They kept McCarthy. Cowboy Jim's got a take on that. What's up, Cowboy Jim?
4: Uh, Twitter poll question: Do you want hey, eagle fans? Would you rather have eagle problems or cowboy problems?
0: Okay. Well, always eagle problems. Well, Jim, well, Jim yeah. we're kind of in the same boat. So, what are you talking about? We're both going to Cancun. So, what do you mean? One just hey, they, they just scheduled their trip earlier than all. Yeah, you're
4: gonna you're gonna get on the ship in Cancun. Okay, you'll have your inside <laughs> room. So, good luck. Anyway, uh, that, um, that that Dak that Prescott. What a great leader and what a great quarterback. That's the kind of quarterback you need. So that's what I'm saying. You need that. You need that for your team. And why did Dak play better? Why? Because Mike McCarthy called the plays and is a really good. Co- he's a really good coach who led them to 12 and five for three straight seasons. Jim, and how many word, how many
1: playoff wins does Dak have in his career? Two.
4: And in the words of Howard Eskins, it is two. very difficult. You. It is very difficult to get to the playoffs, uh, let alone win a Super Bowl. So it's not I'm that fixed. difficult oh, to get to the playoffs. For, for Hold on, <laughs> Playoff, we're we're, we're
1: raising banners for <laughs> making the playoffs. They let almost half the league in now. Fourteen out of thirty-two teams make it. It's not that hard to make the playoffs. What are we talking
4: about? Well, making a cha- getting to the championship is extremely hard. But you would there, know it's, it's been three right decades, coach. Jim. Three decades. They have the right coach, Jim. They ready have for the this? The right quarterback. The
1: last time the Cowboys were in a title game, I was nine. My son is nine today. Okay? Like a g- a whole generation, an entire, gen-
4: an entire generation literally has passed. We're not talking about that. We're talking about right now, the coach. We're not talking Mike McCarthy. We're, not, we're talking don't about him shit. right now. And Dak Prescott. That's what we're talking about, right?
1: Now, Remember, I, don't, I, don't even think, I don't even think McCarthy's that bad, but you guys could have upgraded, and you didn't. Upgrade
4: to what? Belichick. Upgrade to what? Belichick. What makes he, he he made it through his life because of Tom Brady. Oh, I mean, come and, on. And look at and in Seattle, he made it through Russell. He made it through because of him. You need the right quarterback, and they're you, you just wax right well, you just
1: wax poetic about Dak. You don't think Dak and Belichick would have been a good combination?
4: No, I don't. No, I think Mike McCarthy. Hold on, Jim. He,
1: I got to get you on record. Do you think McCarthy's a better coach right now than than Belichick?
4: Absolutely, right now. You're insane. You're insane. What has Belichick done in the last three years? Nothing. You think if he had Dak Prescott, he wouldn't have won games? He, I mean, he would win games, but I'm just, what in, uh, he's 72 years old. W- what do you think? We're going to keep him for two years, and then that's it? You know, the same, the
1: same stuff was said when Tom Brady oh went god, to Tampa. He's 40. Show.
4: Oh, my God. Oh, my god. you my really goodness. think <laughs> a 72-year-old man is going to come in there and save the Eagles? Are you out of your mind? I'm just you trying, trying, to, I'm trying to
1: upgrade the coach, which your team, dumb you
4: stupidly, did not. You need to upgrade the quarterback. You need to upgrade the quarterback. He is hurt. He is done. He can't run. He's just like he's Jalen he West. Not he done. can't no, do he anything. Not,
0: no. Nah, he's not that. And and your owner's just trying to get a win because he probably – it won't be long before he going up in the upper room. Oh,
4: my God. In the what
0: do you upper room.
4: <laughs> What are you gonna do with Brable? What has he done? Tell me, what has he done? Reached a title game in the last handful of years, Jim.
1: I'm done. I can't. I can't.
2: That was one of his weakest. I in know. A while. I, I mean, like, what are we doing here? Like sometimes
1: <laughs> I can handle stupidity. Uh, how and is Jerry? You know? Jerry?
2: He's yeah. older than Belichick. I mean, we're talking
1: about Belichick, well, say, 72. Uh, 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 Jerry don't got much. I mean, you're not wrong. Jerry and the and the upper room are gonna see each other before The long. upper long. <laughs> <room. laughs> I mean, Jerry's got a. I'm you, wrong. Jerry. That. That well, you, right. I mean, right. right. I mean, let's be real. If you say that about someone in their
0: 80s, you're not wrong. Maybe I mean it's like you, it you hits. Start, like you wake up every day. You, like, man, I'm glad I'm still here. Like, I should have
2: played in that the song "The Spirit in the Sky."
1: <laughs> it's just the way you said it. Like, yeah, he's not long. <laughs> he long for this. What I'm just saying, man.
0: That's what you think about when you when you get that age, you know.
1: Well, you're a golf
2: guy now. He's a, he's way he's not
1: just on the back nine. He's on. I don't know. <laughs> that, oh, that's
0: what they call it, the back nine. The, ba- on the back yeah. nine. Yeah. You know well, I nine. mean, a lot of he's us. in the three-hole playoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't, that ain't funny. Why are we laughing at this, man? We stopped. You we it started up. it. Dude. I, I did start it, didn't I? I just feel Again, bad. if you oh, do it
1: man. about someone in their 80s, you're not wrong. I think if it, if someone's younger than 80, it's really, you shouldn't no, do it. No, but you know
0: it's disrespectful? You'd be like, Jerry Jones, he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: disrespectful. Well, I mean, you know how, I, because the news, the news cycle moves so fast, I forget when people have <laughs> passed now. i mean jerry we won't forget he's a big character but like if you told me someone passed away a few months ago that's kind of relatively famous i might have forgotten who
2: was it that forgot joe frazier passed like six years later was someone here it was a local news that said he would be signing autographs (laughs) at the philadelphia library and could you
1: find that news report i (laughs) remember i remember that yeah he he most certainly was not signing any autographs anywhere david is up next (laughs) on wib what's up david Hey guys, um, Joe and Hugh.
5: Uh, Hugh, I, I laugh at you, man, because you talk about Mar- when people talk about Mariota and the game, man. Being down here in Atlanta, man, I watched those games. That was horrible for him being down here.
0: Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. He was he was not he was not good. <laughs> but the fact that we still believe that he has good football left in him blows my mind, Joe. <laughs> he got five million dollars. I, I not, you know, listen. i will be a backup quarterback for five mil all day. <laughs>
5: So this is what I gotta say. I put this all. I put a lot more on Jalen than I do on the coach, and this is the reason why. The beginning of the season, you had wide receiver blow up on on Jalen. Again, he blew up on Jalen. You had Goddard blow up on Jalen. You had um, uh, oh my goodness, Smith blow up on Jalen one time.
1: Then you had Kelsey stop Jalen from. All right, Dave. I got. I gotta put your phone. Your phone. Yeah, I mean, he's either in a wind tunnel down there or we got to get him a new phone. He, he, yeah, so some players were frustrated on the sideline this year. Was that about Jalen? Was it about the, what, where the ball's going? I, I, don't, know. I'm, I, I don't know. I don't we, know. We did see that, though. But again I, I, again, I could spin that back to Sirianni. This is the kind of culture that he, when you have a coach that is literally yelling at fans, how can he tell a player to calm down? I, I've been on this for years. Same thing with AJ last year in the playoffs, pouting about not getting the football, whatever he was crying about last year. We have a coach that acts like a child on the sidelines. How could he tell anyone to calm down? Jeff's in Wilmington.
6: What's up, Jeff? Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, Jeff. I put more of this on Sirianni. He's one, he's one wall clock hanging from his neck from being Flavor Flav. He's just a hype man. That's, that's pretty much all he is. If you keep asking, what does he do good? Well, he does that good. But, yeah, and Jeff, I can get a different hype man.
1: Motivator. I, I, I yeah.
0: He motivated Chuck D to be one yeah. of the greatest rappers of all time. What are you talking about? Yeah, That's yeah. not a bad place. Then to nah, Then we can go nah, get a hype man. We we get
1: we we have cheerleaders. <laughs> I need a coach.
6: I yes, yeah, so I need somebody that can actually formulate a good game plan. Um, part of this is on Jalen. There's no doubt. Um, you know, these uh, Kyle made a point earlier about you know they're talking about uh, throwing the ball deep too much, and then they they uh, go rogue and throw the ball deep. It, it, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. And I don't really care what it is, but the fact that the head coach and the quarterback uh, and the the uh, offense coordinator don't all aren't all on the same page tells you what you need to know. And if I'm Lurie and I'm asking players what they think, I'm also taking it into consideration: are they going to be here next year? And also, I've already paid the quarterback two hundred million dollars, so I do have to take into consideration what he says.
1: Yeah, and they also gave him a no-trade clause, Jeff. And Jeff, we appreciate, and I know that's a, kind of just a, a thing in contracts now, but. I don't believe the Eagles ever gave one out before that. I mean that that was a the most guaranteed money, a no trade clause. They 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 handed over a lot of the future of this franchise to Jalen Hurts. His opinion on all this, obviously hold some weight here. 215-592-9494. All right, do we have the news report? All right, so when when was this from? Do you know when this was from? Let's get the details on this. So this is from 2017. So six years after Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier passed in 2011. Hugh, this is is from the news in 2017, six years after Joe passed.
2: Philadelphia boxing legend Joe Frazier celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday, Joe. Also giving back to the community. He's going to be meeting with friends and supporters at City Hall this evening at six o'clock to honor championship youth boxing teams and coaches, this year marks the 45th anniversary of Joe Frazier's gym located in North Philadelphia. The space has been used <laughs> to develop several young athletes. He's turning 73 years old today. How did?
0: How that get to Wait a minute. Who? Who? Like you got to fire like the person? Don't you? Have, what? The, don't they have somebody that the fact checker at the station? Yeah, they were off that day.
2: Philadelphia boxing legend Joe
7: Frazier yeah. celebrating his birthday today. Her. Happy oh, birthday, bless Joe. Her heart.
0: She probably. She could live that one down. I, I would hate to be in her like in her inboxes of emails and so, see that. There's
1: two parts of it. W- yeah. One is worse than the other. Joe's celebrating his birthday. If they just cut it off there, right? Like, yeah. oh, they saw on a list somewhere it's his birthday, like a calendar, yeah. right? Yeah. Or if they forget- then when she said he's gonna be somewhere. Yeah, when he's gonna be somewhere signing autographs, that's that's when it goes from bad to worse.
0: That is not That is not good.
1: No, but I wonder how the lines got crossed on that one so badly. That you had Joe six years after his passing, not only somewhere alive,
0: but also actively And then how do you how do you walk that back when you come back from break? Oh, I don't think you can. You gotta ignore it. (laughs) (laughs) But you gotta say something because when people start calling stage talking about where's Joe where is it gonna be again? Are you sure about that?
1: I imagine the line to go get his autograph was off the charts. <laughs> Where were you today? I got the autograph
0: from the hey, ghost.
1: Oh, get
2: it's be- how cheery they
0: are at the beginning. Golovkin
2: boxing legend Joe Fraser celebrating his birthday right? today.
0: Happy birthday, Joe! He was happy about that too. You you are laughing at that way too hard <laughs> <laughs> because it was six years after he passed. That's, I mean, it's a long time. We all make mistakes, man, dude. That, that is up there. Like, who – well, I guess, you know, talking about a dead person is worse, but I, I got a chance to see that Todd Bowles interview with the lady that asked oh. about playing outside. Oh, yeah. He did his damnedest to try not to, you know, like make I faces. Have, I have that.
1: All right, so let's set this up. So Todd Bowles at his press conference a couple of days ago was asked about the weather and how his team's going to prepare for the weather in Detroit this week, and Of course, we know the Lions play in a –
0: The the you know we do play indoors right was the one that got me. <laughs> you do know we indoors.
1: I actually I feel bad for that person who asked the question. Here's my guess: she's not a, a normal sports reporter, and because the Bucks making the second round, it's becoming I'm, I'm sure a more local story, bigger story down there. Mm-hmm. They sent someone to go to the press conference, and she has no idea. I actually kind of feel bad for her.
0: There's almost yeah. no way she's a, a normal football reporter. Yeah, and she was asked to do something, but 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 Joe, I mean. I hear you, but if you know you're going to cover something that that you you don't normally cover, that should be the first thing that a little you preparation do. just to, just to know what where what what are the she probably looked at the weather and said oh, it's going to be cold and didn't think do they and have a dome? Think that, yeah that's it yeah yeah so I you Hugh, that's a good point that she could have prepared more for her own question yeah that she, yeah she yeah because I mean because you know that that's a tough one because now everybody's looking at you like you're good and crazy <laughs> of course you know what I mean. And it's not like it's a new stadium. The Ford Field has been up for
1: 20 years. And before that, they had another dome. I mean, this has been going on for a long time. 215-592-9494. Back to your phone calls on the other side. Does Sirianni deserve a chance to fix this? Plus, interesting observation by Peter King this morning on Jalen Hurts and some audio from Hurts' exit presser. A very reflective hurts. We'll get to all your calls coming up. Brian Billick at 1, and your chance to back the queue for a prize coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. 215-592-9494, Sports Radio 94 at WIP.
0: Get ready. It's time to fuel Philly, the 2024 Auto Show, parks at the PA Convention Center, now through January 21st. You better hurry up and get there. It's about to go away. They're fueling innovation on their interactive e-track, sponsored by Pico. At the market, more your style? Fuel your creativity at the largest ever custom alley, The premier indoor custom show on the East Coast and fuel nostalgia at Back in the Way Day. Tickets on sale now at PhillyAutoShow.com. Find what fuels you. Proudly sponsored by NJM Insurance Group. Philly Auto Show.
1: You. It's your fault. We're playing this one. but
5: what, what is going this song? Oh, this is
0: like oh, this this is kind of like, it's like when you're going home. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, you you know, know, about the you. Oh, I, I didn't know, know that. that. I didn't know that. Didn't know one
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. You got our mind on it, right? Obviously, yeah. the uh, news yeah. didn't know that Joe Frazier had gone home. <laughs> they they you know advertise Signed some autographs uh, five years ago. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilliard. We'll get back to the phones here in a second. One o'clock. Brian Bill is going to join us. Former Ravens coach, Super Bowl champion. And I think Brian's a really interesting guest at a time like this because he obviously won a championship. But a couple things about Brian Bill, kind of similar to Sirianni. One, he was an offensive guy who eventually his offense wasn't the, the lead part of their team or wasn't as good anymore. And he took heat for that. And two, he was on the chopping block a lot. Good year, bad year, you know, some great years, not as good years and, you know, eventually he had to, he had to get, take a lot of heat for it. So he he knows where Sirianni is right now. We'll get to Brian coming up at one. Your phone calls in between, but let's hear uh, some stuff from Hertz. But before that, Peter King on this morning with DeCan Ritchie. Listen to what he said about Jalen Hurts, and I, I think it was pretty telling. His observation of Hurts uh, late in the season.
3: Jalen Hurts looked like a laconic quarterback. If you want to look that up, it means like. Uh, either tired or disinterested or whatever. It, you know, this was a different quarterback, I think, than the one that ended last season. And and I think the biggest the biggest thing I noticed, and look, I'm not expecting Jalen Hurts to be somebody he isn't, okay? But I see quarterbacks who are big leaders on their team. I see Brady. I see Manning. I see Josh Allen. And there are times when they have to light people up on the sidelines.
1: So, uh, two things on that. One, uh, I think Peter realized pretty quickly that only Richie on the morning show probably knew what that word meant, so he quickly defined the word. Yeah. Yeah, but, Hugh, the way he described Jalen Hurts is, is the way he looked. He did, he, tired and disinterested is not a
0: good combination of words that you want associated with your quarterback. Nah, it's definitely not the case. Uh, when you look, like, and that's why for me, like, for everything that Jalen has been up until this last game, it just doesn't fit, you know. And that's why I'm, I'm not mad at him. I'm more disappointed. And, and I understand that there is possi- it's possible that he, was, uh, he didn't feel right about the offense or anything like that or, or he just wasn't happy with the way that things were going. But I strongly feel like the position that he was in and the voice that he has, that he could have helped in some way change the narrative. If he would have made a big enough stink, you can't tell me that Jalen couldn't have made this offense evolve and be what he wanted it to be because he's the trigger. he's the trigger man. he's the one that makes it go and and to hear him talk about it the way that it, it went and the fact that it didn't go the way that he wanted it to go. bro I look at you and and I feel like and I feel strongly that you had the ability to change the narrative. I really, really do. And, and that's, that's what disappoints me more than anything because in that moment it felt like you just conceded. And, and I know for a lot of people when I say that, they're not going to understand that. They're not going to understand where I'm coming from when I say that. And I get that because, you know, I, I can try to sit here and explain it to you till I'm blue in the face, but if you haven't been in those moments, and this is not me trying to sound like I'm being better than you, but if you're, you, you haven't been in those moments, you can't fathom what I'm talking about because every football player worth his salt feels like, even if this is not true, that you can control the narrative.
1: Yeah, I understand that. And and I'm I don't like body language on a quarterback like that either. I just want to point out though, everything about Jalen's personality before this season and Sirianni's personality makes me believe that Hugh, well, I think he did try. I of the two of them, Sirianni seems more stubborn to me. And and Sirianni, like all right, remember last year during the playoff game against the Giants? Remember that moment where Sirianni told the referee I know what I'm bleeping doing?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I do.
1: I mean, that's the. You think that's the kind of coach that would listen to his quarterback if his quarterback's telling him I don't want that This isn't working. I would like
0: to think yes. I understand what you're saying. I
1: just feel like if one of them is stubborn, but I would like to think yes. I've watched Jalen take to lots of different coaches. I've watched Sirianni act like a I know more than you for three years here. So I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I hope it's to a point where they could fix it together if they stay together. But I don't know. All right, Jalen Hurts yesterday. Let's hear him talking about. Leadership and leading, and what do you this season?
8: I think this year has, has taught me so much in terms of the many blessings and lessons that have come with it. And um, first thing that you do is, is you look yourself in the mirror and you look at what you could have been better at, um, how, could you, how you could have led better, how you could have executed better. Um, and those are all, all things that internally uh, light a fire in me.
1: All right, so Jalen talking about lessons
0: and, um, and all those kind of things. What do you make of that, Hugh? uh it's 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 interesting how the conversation has changed from the one day to the next because i guess he sat back and he thought about yeah. how he handled it mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying like like people talk about like somebody called him yesterday talking about how smart he was and his family and all this other stuff that's why i never really it, it really bothered me the way that it did when he acted like he didn't know what was going on like he didn't like you had to know what was going on. everybody else knew what was going on everybody else knew what was, knew what was at stake this team had been on a slide for weeks, and so much so that you had the tight end talking about, oh, "We're gonna flip the switch when 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 we get it right." So much so that we had video, and I know that you know people, you know, this is up for debate. We were talking about fumbling drills. We were talking about ball security drills. That we had actual video of all of this stuff going on. So you're aware. Like in in that moment, I don't know if you were trying to be funny or you know aloof, but I don't think that as smart as you are that that's the moment where you needed to be funny
1: he also talked to about his mentality his winning mentality here's Jalen yesterday
8: I try and be intentional in everything um just just with how um how I go about my business and um you know in the end we do this to win and um that's that's what it's about you know I have this one mentality I have um the way I approach it um and Everybody doesn't approach it the same way that I do. So I'm able to accept that. Um, I know everybody hasn't always gone through the things that I've gone through as well. And so, you know, when you look at that as a, as a team, um, just learning from our mistakes, learning from those things and moving forward. Um, but but it's, it's about winning.
1: You know what we need to come up with? We need to come up with like a and Decoder. Like he speaks in this, this language, in this, this you know, the way, he, the way he speaks, right? What does he really mean by that? Is, is he talking about Sirianni there? Not everyone approaches winning the same like I do. I wonder who he's well, talking it's, about. It's,
0: it sounds like it's almost like if you want to be, if you want to, you know, be cryptic like it's an indictment. Yeah, on someone, on somebody. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm I'm putting the work in here. I, I'm doing
1: everything I can to get yeah. us where we need to be. But not everyone is is that way. And he has to, you know, he's realizing that. I mean, that that's what it sounded like there. 215-592-9494. back to the phones here, David. I think we got that uh, that connection cleared up. What's up, David? Hey, got, is it better now? It is Go better ahead. now. Yeah, we got you.
5: Okay. So I was going to say, when, it was, um, when all the receivers and everybody was going off on Jalen, and then um, the other thing is you keep on talking about coaches. He got benched uh, in Alabama, came back, went to probably the worst defenses of all times out in uh, Big 12 country. I just never believed in Jalen. I always thought it was a one-year wonder hit with him, even though I like him. I just think it's a one year wonder when it came
1: to him. Well, right now, David, in- until next year, it's a fairs it's a fair assessment, right? He's had three years of starter, one is special, two have not been special. So right now out of three, yeah, one has been great,
0: the other two have not been great. Wait a minute, let me get this straight. You like how did you incorporate the Alabama incident to into, into to why Jalen Hurst is, is why he is? What did you say now? Could you repeat that? Well no, what up what
5: up? What I'm getting at, he was this. Everybody says that, you know, he was such a great, uh, you know, getting along with coaches, dealing with all the coaching and that he's had all over the years. You know, when he was with Saban, you know, he, he got benched because he wasn't that great. No, yeah, he bench got, he got out, benched man, man.
0: because Tua Tagovailoa came in and he, he balled out. But
5: Yeah, but he couldn't throw the
0: ball. That but, was the but, but that, in but that was more. I think he got them in a the position that they yeah. were in to even be in that game. I right?
1: also think, David, that was where he was as a player at that point. That had nothing to do with Saban not liking him or not not taking. No, they were trying. To, they Same. were trying
0: to win the game. Yeah,
1: he just wasn't. Yeah. he wasn't developed enough yet. But I, I do think he's always taken to coaching. I mean, everyone's always said that he he's a hard worker and takes to coaching. Now,
5: I and you, I agree, I agree with you on the point that he uh, he got him there. But let's be honest, that Alabama team. Most all all the quarterbacks back in the day could have uh, got them the national championships at that time.
0: Uh did uh, what, what the one that just was just in the that played the national championship game or was yeah. close to it? Did he get them there, Jalen Milrow? We're
5: talking about we're talking about when when Hurts was there. All them quarterbacks were winning national championships, one in one and out and out another at that time. You,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't subscribe to the narrative think, that you're yeah, trying to push. I
1: think we're downgrading his college yeah, career yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I mean, I, David, I respect your opinion, but I don't subscribe to the narrative that you're trying to I
1: mean, David, push. he walked onto campus as a 17-year-old, and he won the job as a freshman. He was the first freshman starter at Alabama in, in like, 20 years.
0: Yeah. I like the guy. I just don't
5: – I don't think he's the. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. that's, that's what I'm saying. Right, David, well, I'm not and, and, I'm and, and, not Dave, questioning
0: whether or not you like him. I'm just saying I don't I don't subscribe to the narrative that you're pushing. Well okay. And you know, right now, did he play like a top 10 quarterback this year? He did not. Last year he was.
1: I mean we we are we're entering an offseason where the reality is it's up for debate again. I mean that's fair. I mean that, that, I, I mean I think some of the times the college stuff once you get certain part past college, we got to stop using it as part of the discussion.
0: I, I mean, like yeah, that that's why I like that's why I, I there was some pushback because you're talking about we're talking about his NFL career. Yeah, you're going back to his college career, which has no weight in this conversation that
1: we're having as a rookie or even his second year. I think it's it's still fresh in mind. Like you use it, like oh he got benched or he went to you know Oklahoma. He's now four years. We're going into year five of his NFL well, career. The,
2: the the threshold is he just got paid two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, we're done. We're so done that's that. the the kid gloves are off now.
1: I, I it, it, positive or negative? Right? He was. I think he was a really good college player. And if you want to knock him for Tua taking his job or you know his accuracy in college, like it's over now. He he's here now. It's been he like Kyle just said. He's been enough in the NFL. He got paid already you know it, and went to the Super Bowl.
2: Well, you know what it reminds me of? Remember when uh, the Sixer season ended and somebody called in trying to say like, oh, Embiid like, was in Cameroon, didn't start playing basketball, like yeah. so-and-so. Like The guy just won the MVP,
0: yeah, We're man. past all this.
1: We're, like, we're past all yeah, yeah, this.
0: we two or three now. That's what I said. It's the narrative that you're pushing. Ken, don't describe it.
1: Subscribe. Well, you know what it is? P- Sometimes people can't get past what they originally thought of a player. I mean, that that's what it is. Like the first impression is the lasting impression, and you just got to move off it. I mean, like it, it is what it is. W- what is the player now? And this year he was – good. He wasn't great. That's that's what he was. Kenny is up next on WIP. Hey, Kenny. Uh, guys, I'm just getting off a conference call with Abraham Lincoln. Hold on a
9: second. Um, Wait a minute. We're talking about, yeah, talking about dead people, remember? <laughs> but, did you get his autograph, Kenny? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, actually, he's having one tonight oh. at the Art Museum. I have to correct a couple things. First off, you, there's no way in God's green earth that Jerry Jones is going upstairs. That dude's going to be burning in hell forever. You
8: know what have I, I done to deserve this?
0: Yeah. Anything yeah, any about that, Hugh? Uh, that was pretty good. That was really good, Kenny. Uh,
9: and, and second off, you have to forgive that female reporter asking asked about Detroit. The last time Detroit hosted a playoff game, her great-grandfather was alive.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Well, it, you're right. It has been 31 years. Yeah, he's so. on
9: fire. Yeah, it's, it's good. No, no, 31 years since I think they were in the playoffs. But, or, but I mean, it's unbelievable. It's the, – the fact that Detroit is in – there's one of those – Organizations, those franchises that just can't escape losing, and so it caught everybody off guard. So no wonder reporters—I mean, there wasn't an internet the last time that they were. I mean, it's just been so long.
1: It's a, and I'm root, Kenny. I'm they're the team I'm rooting for. Left in the playoffs. I mean, the Texans are a cool story with D'Amico, Ryan's, and all that. But I, I'm rooting for Detroit to win this thing now. Uh,
9: grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> I'm just up. There. I haven't been <sighs> able to call all week since the game that I'm still so mad. And, and you know, I listen to people. Talk about Suchiriani's stay? Should he go? Does he deserve a second or another chance because of what he's done? It's not that we lost; it's how we lost. If we lost like the Rams lost, where you put up a great game and you played well, you just got beat—that's one thing. But for for a whole month, we watched this team go from a Super Bowl contender to the worst team in the league, and the players were out there bumping into each other and looking like they had no idea what they were doing. And the fact that I had a, I went from the, the broadcast to the Manning cast because I was so unentertained, I thought maybe they'd entertain me. And these guys, these quarterbacks, are sitting there diagramming going, doing blitzes, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing this? They're like, the two Mannings are going, this is basic 101. Now, Peyton says that I listened to him. The fact that Eli was saying that that moron <laughs> made me think that these guys are so out of their class in coaching. It wasn't the coordinator. Yeah, Kenny, I, I felt that
1: them? too. I don't know if you saw the part when Ray Lewis was on, but – he, he was almost embarrassed watching the Eagles try to tackle. Like, he couldn't believe that their defense played as bad as it did. It was almost like he couldn't watch anymore.
9: Well, he was almost embarrassed. I was completely embarrassed. And before that game was over, I was watching the Flyers game because I just couldn't take it anymore. I just it, – it's I'd never in my life, in my life, turned off an Eagles game to watch another sport, and I did that this Monday. And if a coach did that to me, to my team – I can't, he doesn't have my backing anymore. Matter of fact, I'm so mad at him, I want to call Italy the ambassador and see if we can get his Italians taken away.
1: Kenny, I think you need to do that. I I endorse that. Kenny, I'm with you on that. Kenny, we appreciate it. Kenny's going deep on this one. He's calling ambassadors. I'll tell you what, we we had Angelo on. We talked to him a little bit about the PR thing on this and the fan base. I mean, the Eagles got to think about this. I, I know they can't make decisions based on what we want. It's a very hard sell, I believe, to bring Sirianni back. Is there going to be excitement and buzz for this team heading into next year if this
0: guy's the coach?
1: We just had Kenny, who's one of the biggest fans I've ever talked to on WIP, said he turned a playoff game off.
0: That's bad. I, I will say this. I think I know Kenny well enough to say this. Like, Kenny's going to be be upset for at least a month. But when football season rolls back around, he'll be all
1: right. Yeah, but it's going to be tough to believe with this coach. Well, he
0: no, he'll believe. He, it's going to take him – as soon as they put those pads on – and they start clanging around and stuff like that, he'll be all right. It's just initially because we saw it. But hope springs eternal, with fo- especially with football there and the does. team that we have and the players that we have. Jalen's going to give us one of those cliché speeches that he always gives us, and we're going to be all back in. He's going to say something about how he made some mistakes. We just, like as fans, this is what we want to know. We want to know that you are all in just like we're all in. And if you go out there and if you say the right things at the right time – the fan base will be back. There.
1: Yes, you, you're probably right. As we circle, yeah, I'm right. When we circle I'm right. back yeah, to the summer, yeah. but okay, I'll give you. You're you're right. I'll say you're you're fully right. Thank you. But appreciate it if they
0: start zero two. Oh, then that's gonna change. Uh, quick. Well,
1: it'll get ugly. It's mean, gonna get It'll right, get right. ugly around here. All right, we started the show today with a PSA. I think we may have to do another one here.
0: Yeah, we do. Who is that? Is, was that? Was that I? Did I? I, do that? I
1: don't know. All I know is we. So we've told you before that our studio here is is right next to just glass separates us from like the um, cafeteria area. I think we've had this discussion before, and I think our listeners probably would be on board with us um, with this. Fish in the microwave at work. it's not a, it shouldn't be That alive. smells
0: like butt <laughs> that smells like butt cheeks. Like I thought somebody like I'm looking at you, I thought you farted. like seriously. Now that is that, that is somebody some like that's food out there. Somebody like I, if I've done this before and I apologize for every time that I microwave fish at work. Somebody dead ass wrong for bringing that fish <laughs> from home and bringing it to work. Because when I looked around, I looked at you and I'm like, dang, Joe, you just bust your ass in the studio. Yeah, it's bad in here. It's bad. It is really bad. I think that was Ike, man. I think that. But Ike should know better. He he sits here. Yes. He knows how I it think, is. Because, right? see, I don't like he was at the microwave. I did see that. So he's suspect number one. He's suspect number one.
1: How about I'm that? Really, I, can't, I can't see him. I'm looking for him.
0: You give but the guy—he dead ass wrong for that. If he did that, he dead ass wrong.
1: You give the guy a, a brand
0: new shell with, with a, a new coho. That's how
1: they get, man. You and know, he's brand new now. Never
0: should have never gave I no money. Unbelievable. That's what I'm never gave no <laughs> Unbelievable. money. Unbelievable.
1: All right, Fabian's up next. What's up, Fabian? Fabian, Baby. you with us, buddy? All right, Fabian goes on hold. Maybe he's dealing with some fish at work in the in the microwave too. Susan Allentown. I think she's got to take on the whole Belichick thing. What's up, Sue?
7: Hey, thank you very much for taking my call, and I have to commend all of you for educating me about sports. I thought I understood sports, but now since I've been listening to your radio station, it's a whole other world, and I really appreciate it. You do a great job.
1: Well, we appreciate you listening, Sue. Sue, what's on your mind today? What are you thinking?
7: I I'm going to go shopping for a new team if we get Bill Belichick.
1: So you're, you're anti-Belichick? Why?
7: Absolutely. All right. I think that the whole problem is the hiring process. I, you know, yeah, you look at talent, you look at skills, you look at all that kind of stuff. But what they're not looking at is commitment and values And integrity. You know, I'm a grandmother. (laughs) Um, So I've been looking at watching football for a long time. But I have to tell you, this is a little corny, but you know that movie, Rudy? Oh, of course, yeah. I want a whole team of Rudies, And until we have that kind of commitment, you know, these people can get millions, billions of dollars. I'm just a nurse. I don't have any super talent. Okay, great. I worked on the open heart team and all. But these people have a wonderful gift, and they are just like lollygagging, some of them, not everybody. You know, there are those people that are committed. Kelsey, you know, I mean, he's the best. But what about the rest of the people and another person that is not a football player? Indeed. Okay, wow, he's MVP, but you know what? He like lays down and cries and cranks every time he doesn't get his way or he gets a little bumped somewhere. I want some I want Rudy. Yeah, he I doesn't he doesn't home. have
1: Rudy in him, that's for sure, that's for sure. And you know what? As you talk about that, it's why I need a new coach here, Sue. Because I got to get a coach that can get the Rudy out of these players.
7: Well, that's it. So if I, of course, if he can't do it. I think I like him. There's nothing objectionable. I like that he had his daughter there with him. Now, you know, he's a father. I admire that. But you know, we need a whole team of Rudies. Call it corny, but. We're going nowhere. These mamby pamby cry babies. I'm so like sick pamby.
1: of it. You know what, Sue? <laughs> I, we all are, Sue. This is a great phone call. So you call again. We appreciate it. How about that, Sue? Did,
0: mamby pamby is underused.
1: You know what my favorite part was? Just also took a shot at Embiid in there in the yeah. middle of a Eagles I
0: don't rant. Know, I don't know about a bunch of Rudy's, though. A few Rudy's could help. Well, that's but like when I think of Rudies, you know, Ru- there's try a bunch of tryhards. Yeah, not that good to try hard. Is
1: it wrong that I picture Reed Blankenship when I think it, when I think of the Rudy? No, you're not. But I, I, I don't think he's a bad player either. He's a think, try hard, though. Yeah, but he,
0: but yeah. okay, yeah, this is where like, and this is no disrespect, but ask yourself this serious question: how many how many other teams did Reed Blankenship star for?
1: I'd say I, I have to think about all the th- defensive backs, but I would say probably mm,
0: ten. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Not. 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 Not all thirty. No, one. Not all. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Maybe half the league. Maybe not. Maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe. But I mean that. That's not. That's. That's not being disrespectful. That's just the truth. Sure. He's a young player. Hasn't yeah. done much. Yeah. yet. And, yeah. And 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 we've seen him get run over a few times. I mean on the goal line, which is egregious. For yeah. A now safety.
1: why was he playing outside linebacker on the goal line as yeah. Saquon Barkley's coming in I motion? Never,
0: like I, all I'm saying is I played one of the best the game. I ain't never ever ever seen. My dogs get read all by nobody. I've seen him shorten guys bigger than his him himself neck. That didn't even sound right. But you knew what I, was, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know what it. I'm trying to say. I know he destroyed algae freaking. <laughs> no, humbling. the
1: dog. And algae was dog, a big dude. Yeah, dog.
0: Dog used to man, listen. Dog used to punish dudes that were way bigger than him. He ran through Jerome Bettis. Man, listen. You quick. don't knock Jerome Bettis backwards. <laughs> and so it's like when I see stuff like that, I'm like, I don't know, dog. Especially on the goal line. On the goal line? I know, but now I feel on like. On the goal line? We're being unfair.
1: We're comparing Reed Blankenship to no, a Hall I'm of Famer. Saying,
0: I'm just I'm, I'm, uh, saying. It's a couple other safeties that I've seen
1: play that position, never get ran over either. I just pulled up the Algie Crumpler uh, dog hit. Night, here. night.
0: Uh, Algie was hurt, hurt. We, yeah, dog man, you got to find that, that highlight and play when we get yeah. back. Or uh, right after Brian Billy.
1: So the other thing about that era, that's when tight ends used to be big. Now they're, now they're skinny and fast. Algie Crumpler was a big dude.
0: Yeah, he was, man. Like half an offensive yeah, lineman,
1: was. those tight ends back in the day.
0: Doc used to take great pride. And this is what he used to say separating you from the football.
1: <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> NFC Championship game 04. Doc, Algie, Crumpler.
0: <laughs> Kiss the baby. Kiss the baby.
1: You know, I know people don't love Joe Buck. I think he's the best. He was, it, yeah. Big, it's always a big game with Joe Buck's on it.
2: Except the was it the 2002 <laughs> NFC Championship game with the Brian Mitchell return, and his call was literally just Mitchell.
1: Yeah, Mitchell. he had a run where he, I think he tried too hard Mitchell. to not have any excitement, and yeah. it kind of hurt him. But he, he tried to
2: do the summer all.
1: Yeah, he's figured it out. He's he's the best there is. All right, two one five five nine for Brian Billick, Super Bowl winning coach. He knows a thing or two about being on the hot seat. He joins us next. His perspective on all this, the Syriana decision, how he ended with Baltimore, and more. Your call is coming up.